You know, I'm actually surprised by what's going on in the Biden administration and Nancy's Congress. I'm surprised because I thought the first thing they would attempt is to bring Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. in as states in their plot to pack the Supreme Court. But no, they wanted to pay homage to the devil himself with the Equality Act. Like all of the left schemes, it sounds so good, right? I mean, after all, who isn't for equality? Well, you'll find out more about this terrible piece of legislation. Plus, the COVID vaccines. Have you heard the latest plan to use these shots to ensure your ability to travel or gain access to a public place? Stand by. It's all in this edition of Hidden Headlines, Faith, Family, Freedom. Hi, everybody. I'm Brian Sussman. Thanks for joining me on Hidden Headlines. More about me at briansussman.com. Well, this is actually no surprise. America's youngsters are being targeted by the left with a destructive gender ideology. This has been going on for years now. But in the last few years, it has really ramped up. It's coming at them from cultural forces and social media and entertainment and now from state governments, local school boards and Congress and the Biden administration. On day one of this guy's administration, Joe Biden signed a divisive or do you like to say divisive transgender executive order. That forces all K through 12 public schools, all of them, all K through 12 public schools in the nation that accept federal funds to adopt sexual orientation and gender identity policies. All of them. Now, all of you Christian schools out there and private schools at large who accept federal funds, you better. Brace yourselves, because I think this is coming at you next. Anyway, this, this legislation that they're proposing will allow students to participate in single-sex sports and use single-sex facilities that don't match their biological sex, such as bathrooms and locker rooms. And we've been seeing this for some time now in sports, where this has been something that's been accepted by certain school boards and certain jurisdictions and states. You'll see the boys who identify as women running in the 100-meter dash in the state finals, and they cream everybody. They just beat everybody. These same boys, if they were running against other boys, wouldn't be able to compete. I mean, not at that level. And I've seen the videos. (laughs) The girls who have trained so hard You know, generally speaking, after a race, some of you ran track. Some of you have watched track. I remember running track in high school. Occasionally, especially at the state championships, people would walk up to the winner and congratulate the winner. I mean, these are other runners. They would walk up to the the runner who won and congratulate him. Maybe a high five, maybe a thumbs up, maybe, hey, good race. But in these races I've watched on video on YouTube, there's none of that. These girls are PO'd because they've been gypped. Because that is a 
girl in a boy's body. This is a mess. And and don't even I don't even want to think about the bathrooms and the locker rooms. I mean, but let's just go there for the sake of this podcast. What if you have a poor girl or young woman who has been sexually abused? She's in that locker room, and now there is a girl who actually has a male's body. I don't think you're going to be too comfortable. Or how about the perverted boy who says he wants to identify as a girl so he can see girls' bodies? So, so much for your daughter who is hoping to win the 100-meter dash championship. And these poor girls and young women who have been placed in jeopardy, great jeopardy, in the locker rooms and restrooms. And of course, just last week, the Democrat-controlled Congress announced its intention to permanently impose sexual orientation and gender identity ideology on the nation by voting on the Equality Act. This is, this is a legislative plan straight from the bowels of hell. Now, don't get me wrong, please. Listen to this in context, because I do have many haters out there. Listen to this in context, please. Every person should be treated with dignity. Every person should be treated with respect. And no one should be discriminated against simply because they identify as gay or transgender. But this Equality Act will turn these disagreements over biological sex and marriage into legal discrimination. In other words, if you're a Christian who believes Genesis 1.26, which says God created them, male and female, if, if you're a Christian who believes that, if you're a Jew who believes that, you're discriminatory. Now, in the states, sexual orientation and gender identity laws and policies have harmed girls who have lost sports competitions. And, and the reason why I'm going there is because think of the girls who have lost scholarships to males who identify as females. Now, parents have tried to fight back. Certain state lawmakers have tried to fight back. But by instilling transgender ideology now into federal law, the Equality Act will cause irreversible harm to children. So much for states' rights. It's over. Coming down from the federal level, federal level that is it. So if Congress passed the Equality Act, this is going to open the door for K-12 through curricula. The books to include controversial information, such as suggesting that a girl can be trapped in a boy's body or vice versa, and that gender transition is both healthy and helpful. So you're sitting there thinking, what in the heck can I do? Well, here's something you might be interested in. PromiseToAmericasChildren.org Again, that website is PromiseToAmericasChildren.org it's something put out by the Heritage Foundation, and I think it's pretty great. 
It's 10 principles of the promise to protect children's minds and bodies and relationships with their parents. And there are lawmakers around the country who are rallying behind this, as well as a lot of parents. That The promise begins with the pledge to protect children's minds from graphic sexual content and the sexual orientation and gender identity agenda in the classroom by demanding that any curricula related to sex or gender in any subject. And and this is interdisciplinary. They're trying to introduce this in any subject possible. So if you're going to have that in the schools, they're going to require an opt-in from parents. In other words, no. My kid does not need to see that. Oh, brother. See, this, friends, I'm just telling you. This is why you really need to consider. I'm serious here. I'm really serious. You need to consider placing your child or children in a really great Christian school where they're not going to have to be bothered by this garbage. Now you're saying, well, we don't have the money. You know, some of these Christian schools do have scholarships. But to you, I would also say this. What is more important? I mean, to listen, I, I'll never forget the time. I'm just going to insert myself into this. I'll never forget the time when we were considering adopting our fourth child. And, you know, did we really have the bandwidth to do this? I mean, these were the discussions we had. Do we really have the bandwidth for this? Do we really have the energy? Do we really have what it takes to go the distance with this child? Listen, it's a big commitment. And adopting a child can open up a box of strange stuff that's not in your DNA that you have to deal with. It's stuff you've never seen before. If you have a biological child, and we have one of those, if you have a bio- biological child, you can you can look at a character trait and say, oh, well, that comes from me. Oh, that clearly comes from my wife. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's from your grandpa. I've seen this before in our family. But with an adopted child, it's like, where in the heck did that come from? You, you have to be ready for anything. But I'll never forget when we were considering to adopt our fourth child, who was a six-year-old. So he, he'd always, already been raised to a certain extent. There was stuff that was built into his life that we had no control over. And I'll never forget my wife saying, with tears in her eyes, what do we have that's better to do? In other words, your child's education should be a top priority. And I've got news for you. If you rearrange your budget, if you rearrange your financial priorities, you're going to find the money to place that kid in a great Christian school. Now, maybe there's not a great Christian school around you. Well, guess what? There's homeschooling. We've done that as well. That is a mega commitment. But again, your child's education is worth it. So promise to americaschildren.org. Now, let me give you a few stats here. Gender dysphoria, that's, that's the distress someone experiences when they have a disconnect between their bodily sex and the internal sense of gender. So 
you're born a male, but you feel like a female. This is a serious condition, a serious condition that should be treated with humane and compassionate responses and with excellent therapy. And the promise, the promise defends a child's chance to be affirmed in his or her body. Let me continue here. Among children who struggle with gender dysphoria, 80 to 95% of those who are allowed to mature naturally through puberty tend to resolve their dysphoria. Okay, I'm, I'm going to bring my wife back into the equation. When my wife was a young girl, you know, 9, 10, 11 years old, she wanted to be a boy. I've got, I've got photos of her. She looks like a boy. And she wanted to be a boy because she loved sports and she could compete with the boys at that age. And she thought it was really cool to play with the boys. So here we are. This is, this is a, a young girl who probably nowadays would have been rounded up by these activists and said, well, clearly, I mean, you want to be a boy, right? Well, of course I want to be a boy. Being a boy would be cool. Well, okay, you're a boy. Well, once she hit puberty, all of that changed. Suddenly, she, she, she realized she was a girl. She was happy to be a girl, a young woman. And, and it all changed for her. <laughs> now, those who undergo physical trans and transition, because that's what they do now. Oh, well, you, you feel like a boy? Well, well, then we need to transition you. We need to give you puberty blockers. We need to provide for you irreversible surgeries. You know, those who undergo physical transition, the left is all about follow the science. Well, I'm giving you the science right now. They don't see any lasting benefits with regards to mental health. In fact, many patients experience permanent damage to their cardiovascular health, bone density, and reproductive functions, obviously. Now, contrary to the science, the Equality Act would make physical transition interventions a standard medical care procedure for gender dys dysphoric minors. So, in other words, puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones would be offered, are you ready for this, to kids as young as nine. And, and, and after receiving these, then you would undergo... The surgery. This is, this is cruel and unusual punishment. I'm telling you, this is straight from the bowels of hell. I'm serious about this. I mean, this, with this whole pandemic, it's, it's from the bowels of hell. I mean, think about what's happening right now. Churches have been shuttered. Okay, they're meeting on Zoom. You know, that doesn't work for, quite frankly, most people. Churches have been shuttered. The word of God is not being preached publicly in most cases. Okay, here's, here's another one. This, this makes me so sad. I think about people in the hospital who are dying, and they have to die alone. Because in so many of these hospitals, you can't bring in even a loved a, a spouse can't be by the bedside of her husband 
when he's passing. You know, this is the most important time in a person's life. When people want to say goodbye and they can't do it. I think about my own parents. My gosh, they had their literal come to Jesus moments in their in their last hours prior to death. And with the COVID, I wouldn't I wouldn't have been able to be there to see that through. Oh, and then I think of the the evil people that oftentimes work in these hospitals. I'm serious about this. There are evil people who have permeated our society. They're part of covens. They're members of the occult and so on. Well, they're having a heyday in these situations when no one from the family is able to be by the bedside. I mean, come on, this is crazy. I will stop there. As long as we're talking about medicine, let's talk about the vaccines. This is from a piece I wrote that was published at WorldNet Daily. It's up on my website, briansussman.com. Coming soon, COVID-19 passports, Mark of the Beast. I think that's the title. Let me. Oh, it's Vaccines, Immunity Passports, and Personal Privacy, Mark of the Beast. That's how it's entitled at my website. So by now, most have decided their stance on the COVID-19 vaccine. You, you've either received it, you plan on getting it, or are flat out saying, no way. The choice is yours. I'm not here to argue that. Instead, I'm concerned about the many conversations I've recently had with friends who are convinced that COVID-19 vaccination passports, passports for air travel, access to job sites, schools, public places should be and will be instituted soon. Listen, I actually know of someone who is considering proof of vaccination to attend their private wedding ceremony and reception. I'm not kidding. Currently, vaccination verification is limited to a paper form. Such a document could easily be forged. As such, alternative proposals are turning to tech and big tech. One proposal involves vaccination authentication that can be stored in a digital token on a smartphone with various forms of two-step authorization as a safety mechanism. We're all getting used to that. No big deal, right? In fact, the International Air Transportation Association, IATA, it's an airline trade association that represents 290 airlines worldwide. So this is, this is a reputable, large organization They said this on November 23rd, 2020. They're in the final stages of developing a digital vaccine passport for travelers. So this IATA travel pass will let travelers share their vaccination status and COVID-19 test results with airlines and border authorities via this contactless passport app. But there's a problem. What about those without a, a, a cell phone, a smartphone? Well, I say this because analysis has shown that African-Americans are far less likely than white, Hispanic, or Asians to be tested for COVID-19 before they end up in the emergency room. So to come to the rescue, 
Enter Google. Google has an organization within their company. It's actually Alphabet, and then there's Google, and then there's Verily Life Sciences. So it's a subsidiary of Google's parent Alphabet. So Verily decided we're going to do something about this. They went to the Tenderloin in San Francisco, one of San Francisco's poorest neighborhoods. And they were going to do testing on the residents there. The residents there are generally black or Hispanic. Uh, Very, very poor, a lot of drug addicts, a lot of homeless people. Uh, There are some whites as well, but I would say that the whites are probably the minority in that particular area. But nonetheless, Verily said, okay, we're going to test people. We're going to do something about this. We're going to test them before they end up in the emergency room. Okay, everybody, line up, line up, line up. Let's see your smartphone. Oh, no smartphone? Uh, Do you have a Google account? (sighs) Want to sign up for one? Darn. And people just walked away. They didn't get their tests. Here's my point. Google, Alphabet, Verily, they're not interested in your health. Google's whole operation is collecting your data, collecting your data. In fact, way back in the day, they used to have a slogan that says we that said, we know you better than you know yourself. Go online, try to find that you can't. It's not there. It's been scrubbed. But I remember it back in the day. So you've got that as a problem. Now, in addition to those who don't have smartphones, there are countless individuals who don't want to share their personal health information with the likes of a private for-profit corporation like Google. But don't worry, no worries. There are, there's a plan for those concerns. Now, let's stop right here. There is no vaccine for COVID-19 that ensures immunity. None. You can still become ill. The current vaccines do not prevent the spread of the virus either. So what's going on here? I mean, it's it's not like a polio vaccine. You get it, you're not going to get polio. And you're not going to spread polio. But what's happening here? So these digital format immunity passports would eventually likely normalize digital format proof of status documents just across the board. It's called the slippery slope. But let's start with what's going on with COVID because advocates of the COVID passport visualize a world in which we can't pass through a door to a plane or a workplace or a school or a restaurant until the gatekeeper scans our credentials. And in no time, the public would be conditioned to submit to these demands, just like we're conditioned to the masks. We're conditioned to the social distancing. We're conditioned to all this crazy stuff. Jane, stop this crazy thing. (laughs) A a little levity at this moment, because this is getting heavy duty. And and then, then, how about this? The digital system could easily be expanded to check not just your your status with the the, uh, COVID, but any other bit of personal information that a gatekeeper might deem relevant, such as HIV status, pregnancy, hmm, age, banking information, criminal history, 
everything could be accumulated into one database. And could we really trust those overseeing the databases? Of course we can, the left would say. No, we can't. No, we can't. There are breaches every day. You read about them. Some of you experience, have experienced them. So the next step in this plan will move from smartphone apps, because again, not everybody has a smartphone, to invisible barcode-like tattoos stamped on the body of those who have been vaccinated. You're saying, Sussman, you're crazy. No, no, hello. This would accommodate those without cell phones and prevent hackers from stealing personal information on your cell phone. Now, this tattoo plan, brace yourself, is being funded by, drumroll please, Bill and Melinda Gates. Not kidding. Go to my website. If you didn't see the story at World Net Daily, go to my website. It's right there. The easily applied invisible tattoos would likely be placed on the hand or the forehead. Now, some of you are familiar with the Bible, and you will immediately recall the mark of the beast from the New Testament's book of Revelation. Allow me to read Revelation chapter 13, verses 16, 17. He causes all, this is the Antichrist, he causes all, both great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast. See, I'm not making this up. Now, I'm not claiming the vaccine is the mark of the beast. But I am emphasizing that society is moving very quickly into a brave new world, especially in the realm of personal privacy and information security. You know, our government here in the United States, was designed to protect our liberties, not recklessly allow them to be abused. Hidden headlines. Faith, family, freedom. By the way, here's a quick plug for my other podcast. If you're searching for it, it's Brian Sussman's Another Chance. These are unabashedly spiritual in content because the Everlasting Father, the God of the Bible, is a God who doesn't just give us a second chance, He gives us another chance. These are wonderful Bible study-like podcasts, run about 30 minutes. Right now, my co-host is a longtime friend of mine, former pastor, Bible scholar, Jeff Langscove. Check them out. I'm really excited about this podcast series they're also found, by the way, at briansussman.com. And there goes the drummer. And so it's time for me to wrap it up. Hidden headlines, faith, family, freedom. God bless you, my friends. And God have mercy on the United States of America.